everyone and welcome to the part two to this mini series titled spirituality again if you're new to my podcast please make sure to subscribe download and share with your friends and family and if you're new to my youtube channel please make sure to subscribe like comment please hit that bell notification so that anytime i upload a video you'll be the very first to be notified so today we're talking about spirituality jesus the bible um religion basically talking about all these topics from a totally different perspective and i'm going to be breaking this down with one of my really good friends from jamaica chris um we're going to be talking about jesus focusing primarily on the bible on jesus teaching on spirituality and uh, i do want to add that i believe that this is what jesus meant when he was talking about that your righteousness is like a filthy rag a lot of christians look at righteousness as transactional i have to do this to please god so that i can receive this in return if i do this this happens i have to pray and fast you know in order for god to do this for me um i need to pass my exam so therefore i have to starve myself through praying and fasting which makes no logical sense whatsoever it makes no sense if god is all loving and all knowing why do i have to prove that i really need this thing why do i have to starve myself why do i have to you know go through this this sort of penance in order for me to prove to god that i really need this in my life it makes no sense whatsoever righteousness is not transactional you know it shouldn't be something that i'm supposed to be a good person i'm supposed to do this so that i can guarantee a spot a location in heaven it should be something that naturally radiates from you effortlessly because that spirituality just is deep within you it shouldn't be something that you have to tell somebody that you're you're christian for them to see that you're a good person you don't have to tell somebody that you're religious it's just the way you carry yourself you exhume grace naturally and effortlessly without even trying no matter what a lot of Christians are looking at the wrong things to measure or gauge their, you know, righteousness. It shouldn't be, oh, I'm trying to be this. I'm trying to tick this box so that I could become righteous. No, you're, you're looking at the wrong things. And that your righteousness or whatever it is that you, you, you deem as righteousness and the actuality of it is not righteousness. It's, it's more so you're looking at somebody else. You're looking at Jesus because you think he's a standard. But if you look within and manifest that spirituality, that would be that righteousness that you're so desperately looking for and you wouldn't even it wouldn't even feel like work but from from a religious perspective historically that's what religion did that's how they got to control people and get the population to do the things that they needed them to do yeah they weren't trying to sell you spirituality they weren't trying to get you to to try and they just tell you listen you want to get to heaven don't kill because we don't we don't need any murders around here yeah. you want to get to heaven don't sleep with your neighbor's wife don't do these things so people over time have yeah. just learned these are the things I'm supposed to do so they just check the boxes yeah most Christians aren't well yeah I think I can say that confidently yeah most Christians, most Christians aren't seeking spirituality yeah exactly they're, is what they exactly. were taught what did personally I, I grew up in the church thing it's I, a guilt I grew up in the church and as much as I I know that the principles that I've learned have governed how I live my life of course but it has also caused me, and I realize the same thing happened to a lot of young people who grew up in the church. Resent to as soon as they reach a certain age Resent where they it. can make their own choices, you they know why, don't though? go to church anymore. You know why? Because the hypocrisy be- has become apparent. Exactly. When you were young, you, all of the things you weren't aware of, like exactly. who was sleeping with whose wife and what was going there on you behind go. the closed door, all kind. 
exactly the, the people who were supposed to be the example for you they sell you on the same boxes that you supposed to check yep. and when you become older and a you little wiser see their you realize hey they aren't doing the yep. things that they're telling there me to go. do they're just checking the boxes as well there you go but the, uh, uh, again the principles still apply the, the, the spiritual principles still apply uh, uh, yep and they still govern how I live my life. And this is the difference between Jesus and everybody else. Jesus lived that spirituality and it just radiated from him. And I've always said this, you shouldn't have to tell people you're Christian. It should just naturally, whatever it is that Christian Christianity is supposed to be, you know, should just naturally radiate from you effortlessly. It shouldn't be a thing of, oh, are you Muslim or are you this and that? No, no, no. It should naturally radiate from you, right? If I can see that you're different, and, and that, that, that's one of the things, too, when I talk about when I meet people, I like that unicorn effect, right? And that unicorn effect is so, is so important. I don't think people understand how important it is, right? That unicorn effect, you are a unicorn because there's nobody like you. This is not narcissism. This is just keep it real. Nobody. Just like I said in my past episodes, there's literally nobody on this planet that has ever existed or will ever exist in the exact same form as you. Be yourself, authenticity, every single thing that you are meant to be, be it. And everything that you're not meant to be, don't be it. Just be yourself, that unicorn effect and live your truth. It helps if you're able to channel into spirituality. And Jesus happened to be one of the people <clears throat> that were able to challenge his spirituality, right? He was able to channel that spirituality and be himself. That people saw him and started a whole religion on, you know, based on him, uh, based off of him. Can you imagine if Jesus was speaking but never lived what he spoke? That would be bullshit. There would be no Christianity and today. That's what happens Nobody, in the right? Today. And looking into the whole. When it comes to religion, I feel like a lot of people, one of the issues is a lot of people associate the spirituality with religion a lot, which in my opinion, like I've said before, you're able to reach spirituality without religion. You know what I mean? I don't even think Jesus was religious. You know, it just, he just happened to, people just happened to form a he religion. He wasn't. Exactly. People just happened to uh, form a religion based on them, on, 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 in his name. He just kept talking about God, 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 God. That That's basically it. My father, the Holy Spirit, they, he never identified as Christian. He never identified as anything. He was just able to identify with, uh, um, connect with spirituality, right? I feel like a lot of, unfortunately, a lot of religious people, and this is this is just one of the things that just pisses me off when it comes to talking to some of these religious people, is that they think that religion is synonymous to spirituality, which is not. And the thing is, this same type, this same type of spirituality, you can find it in every single religion, every single one, including the ones that we've been told are not good enough, like the ones in Africa, the voodoo and things like that. I believe that. A perfect example to tell you this is, um, I believe the Africans were very spiritual. I think that the Africans were very spiritually um, up there. And this, I'm not just saying that because I'm African or because I'm black, you know, I'm, I know some of these pro-black people that just, they just want any opportunity to, um, to feed their, you know, you know what I mean? Mm. This, this, this is not what it is. I'm just, this is just me keeping it real, right? I believe that the Africans were actually very, very spiritual. Like, they embodied the spirituality that was written in the Bible, right? And the reason why I say this is because when the white man came from Europe 
and came to Africa. The Africans invited them into their homes, fed them, and gave them hospitality. And this is this still happens in Africa today, in Nigeria anyway. When a stranger comes to your home, you treat them with hospitality. The conversation is not bullshit. It's deep, it's meaningful. You treat them as your own. It's written somewhere in the Bible, right? When you have a foreigner in your home, <clears throat> you bring them into your home and you treat them like one of yours right that is spirituality right there if you read the bible it's right there and i believe that this is what the african ancestors did when they saw the white man it wasn't like oh wow um they're better than us automatically no or mm -hmm. it wasn't like oh that we're we're threatened by these people no i'm pretty sure the white people they came they were neutral when they came they weren't really hostile you know things like that so the africans didn't feel threatened by them you know i would i would think there would be there may be a little bit of a, a um like a threat feel in the beginning, yeah, for, for which is normal. You yeah. know, when you're seeing somebody for the first time that doesn't necessarily conform to the same phenotype that you're used to. Right. But after they saw the neutrality from the, um, from the Europeans, right. They were accommodated and the Europeans took advantage of that. They saw that as weakness. They saw that as, um, backward and they took advantage of that and enslaved them, you know, or try to brainwash them with these uh, technology, like the guns and, you know, things like that. Mm -hmm. And I think that was Africans embodying, you know, um, spirituality. And the Europeans looked down on them because they didn't have quote unquote civilization, which this civilization that this, these Europeans are talking about patronizes that physicality. The Africans were way more advanced than that, right? Not advanced in the same sense of uh, physicality, because going back to Garden of Eden, Adam and Eve were naked, but naked. That's their civilization. You know, that's how little their civilization was in, in the terms of the white man's civilization. They didn't give a shit that they were naked. I mean, I'm pretty sure as physical beings, they were able to see that they were naked, right? But because they were so advanced spiritually, that didn't bother them. They didn't need the flashy cars. They didn't need the, you know, anything. They didn't need um, the flashy cars that we patronize right now. The iPhones and the Gucci, you know, things like that. They didn't even wear clothes. That's how much they cared, right? The exact same thing with the Africans. And you can see the same thing, too, here in Native, with the Native Americans that yeah. occupied here. These people were very spiritually yeah. advanced. They didn't care about none of those things. The white man brought civilization, right? To America, you know. Now that you mention it, yeah, I find it it is very disappointing the fact that Africa was there yeah. before white people came to Africa. Yeah, there is just like how we have centuries and millennia of information yeah. on history from Europe, from Jerusalem, and all these other places. There is a treasure trove of history from <clears throat> Africa that yeah. is just not being told it's not being i don't know who is looking into it or whatever and you mentioned the native americans the native americans were very spiritual as well yeah. and i'm sure they have centuries yeah of history and information and those kind of things but that's just not being spoken about yeah i feel like part of part of reasons why it's not being spoken about is because of the western brainwash that's become a pandemic and if everything black is now has now been viewed as negative even black people don't want to associate themselves with black anymore. You know, you go to Africa, everybody is um, speaking some European language. Everybody is patronizing Gucci, Fendi. Everybody wants to go to Europe. Everybody, you know, even in Africa, you can't even get a good job unless you have a degree from the U.S. or the U.K. or something like that. We've been so, we've been looked down on ourselves. We've looked down on ourselves because these people came and brainwashed us to be the standard, right? Because they brought civilization to the world. Or let's say they brought civilization to America. But what is the civilization that white, the European brought to America? 
was it was it internet i feel like anybody could have developed the internet i i don't i don't know what the history is right now of who came up with internet you know things like i don't know what you know but it could have been an asian man it could have been a black person it could have been a, a black woman you know what i mean is it um the computer anybody could have developed all of that you know of course yeah, when you brainwash people um to think of themselves as stupid you know and you succeed more than likely they're going to um subconsciously conform but to that even outside of some i was thinking about it the other day and part of it is it might sound weird to say it, but it's evolution if you think about animals when they over time they just naturally learn hey that is a predator who attacks us mm-hmm. so they just know we as whatever kind of animal we are we know that that is the kind of animal that we need to fear those are the ones that eat us genetically over centuries or however over however much time it is ingrained in their dna that if you take up a, a, a newborn of that kind of animal and put him in the wild he just automatically knows for some reason i fear that animal over there i don't know why but i know that i'm supposed to fear him black people have gone through so much over such a long period of time it is in our genetics it's in our dna we don't know why it is that we fear or we look down on ourselves even educated black people don't they even they are unaware of the fact that they're doing it as because well it was taught yeah so, somebody brought it to us and that is the, the you know i'm not trying to sound racist you know for anybody who's coming for me but uh, the white man brought that that mentality that that is that animal mentality which is quite ironic because we're considered the animals outside Cookies. of america that is the part of the problem i have with religion if it is not channeling you to the spiritual spirituality side of it just like when they came to africa they came as what missionaries exactly and they, they sold us on religion and when they sold us on religion they left us with that they didn't give two shits about religion they weren't living the life they weren't living by example yeah. if they were they wouldn't be enslaving they wouldn't be raping they yeah. wouldn't be killed so they, they gave us that pill to swallow we yeah. took it and even now where i'm from as i say per, per square mile jamaica has the most churches yeah africa i'm sure it's the same thing it's, yep. it's a christian it's, it's a christianity mess. is the religion basically it's a hot mess. And I, even, I, I, I feel yeah. like the whole religious thing with the whole religion, uh, Christianity, I think that was um, the cherry on the icing or icing on the cake. Or I, I don't know what it, you know, that was the, the, that's the epitome of Western brainwash. You know, that you have these people, this group of people, historically, they really don't give a shit about anybody else but themselves. Because, I mean, look at the way the UK was formed, the wars and this and that, you know. Um I don't know who started this whole UK thing. Maybe England, and he wouldn't the king of England or queen of whoever. What these English people came Scotland, to Ireland, you know, and yeah. then they conquered the U- UK, um, and they went to Ireland, and there was that was a hot mess, and they were able to conquer just half or a little bit of, and then they sailed Ireland, over here, and then they just I guess they just the got Indians. tired. They just got tired of you know enslaving their own people, and you know. And then they went to India, as in the country of India, you mm-hmm. know, in Asia. And then they went to Africa, and then they're basically colonizing these people. But you really don't believe in Christianity. You don't. It just has always been a survival of the fittest thing <clears throat> for white folks. This is this Darwinism. They believe in this, right? And what better way to convince people but with religion? Religion just justify their action. So you heard about this man. You know, I, I, matter of fact, I believe this is what I believe. This is just my theory, right? I believe that the the spirituality of Jesus, that Jesus' message, right, was so strong that it got to Europe, and it got to Europe and it touched somebody. Somebody believed it, you know. But 
just like religion has been kind of shifted to fit somebody's agenda, whoever somebody saw how they could use it, whoever that that believed it, right, or saw some type of value in the truth, shifted it to fit his agenda. That this man, this Jesus, that was born in Palestine, mind you, I've been to Palestine. They look more so Mexican than mulatto. Look, they took a picture, the image of this Jesus, and photoshopped it to fit their agenda. You know, because the Bible said that we're created in God's image, right? And then you give us, and then, and then also the Bible said that um, Jesus is the image of God or represent, representation of God on earth, right? And then you give us this image of, of God, the representation of God, right? That has blue eyes and dirty blonde hair and pale skin, right? So you're basically saying that the closer you are to this God, right? This person, the more God-like you are. And this is this is this is nothing to why I don't think Jesus may have been a, a man. It could have been a woman, right? In my opinion, I think he's it would a make son of God. He's, I, a, he's a man, you know. I, I you know, but yeah, but then yeah. patriarchy has been around for yeah, a really yeah. really long time. It could have been a woman. I think I actually think it would make more sense for Jesus to be a woman. In my opinion, I think it would make more sense, or um, or even a homosexual, you know, because he came he came in so many things that the opposite of every single thing that we don't, you know, we we worship. You know what I mean? Um. So you take this image of this man to fit your agenda, right? The closer you are to this man, the more godlike you are. And the further away you are, the more of an abomination you are. So therefore, when we invade you, when we enslave you, we are actually doing God's work. When we treat you like shit, we're doing God's work because you're not supposed to exist. You're not supposed to be here. All right. In terms of, I think, I think when, we're, when the word of Christianity spread and it got to a certain point, then I think somebody somewhere realized that, listen, this thing is spreading. People are conforming to what this religion is saying. And they thought about it and they found a way to literally weaponize it. Exactly. Now, if the, prin- the principles are the principles, and I believe in the principles, I say. I apply them to my life. Everything daily. good. But, but evil has a way of penetrating. But somebody saw somewhere along the way that, listen, yep. we can use this to control nations. Yep. So here what and, we and it's been going on for a long time. We anyway. can sell them on the fact that listen, yeah. your happiness is after you die. Yeah. So you die, you go to heaven, and you have your happily ever after. Yeah. While in the current life, they are the ones living their best life. Yeah. They use you as slaves. I mean, think about it. From I, I can't understand how anybody from any religious perspective can yeah. justify slavery. Yeah. You go to a country. Yeah. You even go. You go as a missionary. You don't go to find out. All right, listen. Let's go and find out what these people are about. Let's tell them about ourselves. No, you go yeah. there. You you ki- you kill off a portion of them. You enslave them. Sail them across the ocean, and you get them to work for tens of years as slaves, because, because working for free. They're, so they're that doing you, God's work. They're doing God's how work. They, how is, these, how can these, you justify and, that within yourself? And, and slavery, and slavery is written in the Bible. Slavery is written in the Bible. Of course, to fit an agenda, right? See, yeah, slavery it's, was it was something know, that was going on back then, and it was referenced war in the Bible. War is also written in the Bible. Yeah, all these things, you know. But um, it, it all again, if if you're reading with us from a spiritual mindset, you'll be able to deflect from the bullshit that's, that's sugar coated. But that that is also part of the problem I have, or part of the issue I have with the Bible. To me, I wish there was like a 2020, 2020, God, this is a horrible year. I wish there was maybe like a 2019 version of the Bible that just said things as they were. 
You see, because but it is, so, though. You see, because some no, but most of it is open to interpretation, and interpretation is whatever you want to believe it to no, be. No, no, no. You no. have people, you have religions formed no. around single verses in the Bible. No, whole whole parts of Christianity have branched off based on one verse. Yeah, but yeah because but, of interpretation. Yeah, of course, of course, evil has a way to penetrate into everything good. But going back to what I'm saying, though, that spirituality is the key. If you're able to attain that spirituality, you will not need religion at all. You won't even need the Bible. That has to be the you focus. Will be, you will be your focus and you will be able to abide by every single thing that the Bible said. The you, truth. You wouldn't need the, the Bible. The truth. You would not need, you the, Bible. need the Bible. You would you abide by the truth in the Bible, not the bullshit that's, you know, that's been smeared across the Bible. No, 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 no. And, and you would see... That it conforms to the same ideology in the Quran or the Buddha, whatever, you know, whatever, whatever is out there or and every major religion, little and big. Um, and the reason why I say this going back is the whole <clears throat> Africans were very, very religious prior to the Europeans coming. They didn't have Jesus. They didn't have you know the Bible. They had these little shrines and stuff like that. And I remember, I, I'm I, I'm not sure. I think it's Wole Soyinka that um, mentioned something about the deities in Africa. I never really thought about that until he mentioned that, right? You've seen the little deities that look very, some of them look really ugly, aggressive, some of them are dark, brown, black, you know, obviously because it's wood, something like mahogany wood, so it's going to be dark, you know. Mm -hmm. They're usually very ugly. Some have horns, some have fangs and things like that, you know. So it's sort of like the white man needed a devil. <clears throat> so when he got to a Africa, it's like we have our God, Jesus, who is our God, that looks more like us, right? And this, this thing, this ugly looking thing that's also dark and black, you know, that these people worship has got to be the devil. I mean, look at phenotypically, it looks scary as hell. You know what I'm saying? So it's got to be their worship. So, of course, basically pushing the, the, the agenda, the narrative, not agenda, the narrative that, you know, black is an abomination and of the devil, you know. So and when you're patronizing, no, when you're um, teaching people Christianity and your religion and, you know, blah, blah, blah and blah. You're brainwashing people to run away from their religion and embrace this beautiful blue eye, blonde well, again, hair, you know, you know, blonde hair, you know, um, uh, uh, um, image of <clears throat> Jesus, right? Because this image of these people that they're worshiping is evil and this and that. Even but, but one thing that a lot of people forget is that is actually perspective. That's what I was about to say. It's perspective, right? Dear God, the, 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 your God's supposed to look like you, and that's the problem that Christianity has with Africa. No, no, no. That, that, that's actually not what I was going to say, right? Perspective in the sense that that's what the white man sees. Like, we're worshiping the devil and this and that. But perhaps that is not what we're worshiping. We're not worshiping the devil, right? Perhaps, right? One of the one of the gods, I, I think it's a Nigerian god, you know, like a deity. I forgot what the name is. It's Yoruba. It's... um. It's 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 a nickname the trickster, right? Um, it would kill you or bring misfortune to your home for how many years or whatever you'd be cursed and things like that. So when the white man is saying, "Why would you worship things like that?" Perhaps that's not what you're worshiping. That is a representation of the evil that will befall you if you don't love your hum your fellow human being. If you treat your fellow human being with with uh, with evil, with um with a negative mindset, whatever, whatever, and that thing is meant to embody the evil that of what you're conjuring with your actions does that make sense it is your perspective they're not they're not worshiping that thing you know that that little statue the, what they're worshiping is actually spirit 
they're able to connect and commune with the with the with the gods or they call it gods but you know um with the spirit in the in the heavens or whatever it is that you know this spirituality is right but that thing they don't worship it it's a representation of your soul or or whatever whatever uh negative image that you're going to be tainting your soul with if you're out of line if you treat your fellow human being with this and that you know but of course right when you look at it phenotypically right the quick thing for you to say for a person who is not used to that is like oh that's creepy that's this and that but that's bullshit though but the reason why that's bullshit is because the same thing happens here in america too you right santa claus is creepy as shit right it's just creepy and santa claus i don't think it's it's, it's not an original american story Mm-hmm. But the idea of a fat old white man coming down your chimney... He's going to be canceled pretty and, soon. You know, and, 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 <laughs> no, seriously, no, <laughs> think about it. In the name of Jesus, Jesus' birthday, which is bullshit, you know, coming down the chimney to eat your cookies and milk when your kids... Child. <laughs> when you got kids at home, you know, your wife and your yeah, husband are, are sleeping, you know. You know how creepy that is? And then some magical shit, you know, just because some white man gives it a thumbs up and everybody is running for Santa Claus and Santa Claus and Santa Claus, right? But the truth is, I think folklore uh, um, dates back in Germany or something like yeah. that. I think um, in Germany, you know, Santa Claus has a twin brother or twin or a cousin. It's called Krampus, Right. Trampus is what happens to you when you're naughty, okay? In America, if you're naughty, Santa just leaves coal and calls it a day, you know, because, you know, he's not trying to scare the kids. But Germany brings the raw version of what happens to you when, when you're naughty. Krampus visits you, not St. Nicholas. St. Nicholas is uh, Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Krampus is the complete, complete opposite of that. You know, like, again, a representation of the evil that will befall you if you're not, if, when you're not alive. Krampus will come and Krampus will drag you to the pits of hell. That is the story behind that, right? But we've normalized this to become some type of um, beautiful um, thing to look up to. Your kids look up to, oh, be good. If not, Santa Claus won't visit you. Why? Because a white man gave it a thumbs up, right? The same thing with the mermaids. With everywhere in Africa, even in the Caribbean, you know, a lot of places, mermaids, marine spirits are considered evil. Very evil. Yeah, but then the little mermaid came out. Now every kid wants to be a mermaid. It's, it's perspective. There's a whole perspective thing. But it's easier for us to adopt that um, our religion, our, um, our, our connection to spirituality is inferior because we've been brainwashed to be inferior. You've taken advantage of our hospitality for bringing you into our homes and feeding you and treating you like one of ours. And you think of us as, um, as underdeveloped, you know, we didn't wear as exotic clothes and fancy wigs as you, you know, so you think so low of us. The, the stuff that America was built on, I say slavery is one of them, but if you even go back to the Native Americans, they were here for however long before and you sailed from England and you, you systematically went there weren't states back then, but you literally went through the entire country and the entire content and just killed these people. Included. And that is not and that that's how, how, how religious that's how is power. That? And that's how power came here. And that is not of God. That it is not spiritual be. at all. And this is why I say to everyone, especially black people, especially Africans, we need to redefine our success. We've been sold a lie of what success is success is not only physical we need to redefine what um success means to us we need to revamp our brains we need to try to connect with spirituality because you're not able to attain that success unless you have balance in physical mental and spirituality spiritual health is very important 
you know, we've been sold this whole narrative that um, the white man's ice is colder. And so this narrative that we have to leave our birth countries, we have to leave this, we have to do this to attain the, the, the white standard of everything. But, but the reality is that this is further separating us from our true identity. And again, I'm not trying to say anything derogatory towards a white race or you know anything like that. There's nothing wrong with being white. I genuinely respect every single person. I don't care about your race or gender or whatever. That's not what it is. But what I have a problem with is you brainwashing the rest of the world to think of you as the only standard when in reality we are our own standards and collectively the entire planet we need to get rid of that um western brainwash that mentality that white is better because white is not better nor is black better nobody is better than anything we're all in this together every single one of us were human beings and we need to we're human beings and we need to reconnect in, in deep into our souls and connect to the spirituality that was once lost only then can we find the balance and the success we so desperately need as living creatures anyway um so to to reiterate that this whole um episode has been to talk about religion talk about jesus you know talk about the bible again um i i do believe that um, there is a lot of truth to the Bible. I really do. However, in order for you to, to see the actual truth in the Bible, you need to read it with an open mind and with spirituality. You know, spirituality should be your angle, That's not cool, the church, yeah. not the church, not the religion, not not um, Christianity, not Islam, not Buddha, not not the Bible. It shouldn't you shouldn't be doing it for your mom. You shouldn't be doing it for your pastor. You shouldn't be doing it for Jesus. You shouldn't be doing it for anybody. You should be doing it for yourself. <clears throat> spirituality should be your angle. Um, patronize spirituality um like i said in my very last uh not very last episode but like i said in my previous episodes three things make up a person the physical the mental and the spiritual the physical the mental and the spiritual we patronize too much physicality there's more there's more to us than the physical we are physical beings yes but we are also spiritual beings and it's very very important that you connect to that spirituality there's so much information out there so much information but be careful where you get your information um uh, uh from though you know but channel your energy channel your energy you channel your spirit into the universe i do believe that this positive spirituality will flow into you that should be your end goal that should be your goal you know if you're able to embody this spirituality you wouldn't need a church you wouldn't need a bible you wouldn't need anything and if you're if you're christian there's not a problem um i do believe that religion uh is is a medium through which people are supposed to reach spirituality but unfortunately a lot of people are not able to um get to that level of spirituality because they're looking at the wrong things they're they're seeing uh religion as some type of check the box type of thing you know again this episode is um the first episode in uh on a mini series that i started to talk about spirituality i understand that some people are not very spiritually inclined or religious so i decided to start like a subsection where i'm going to be talking about spirituality and religion and just kind of breaking it down from my own point of view of course so for anyone who's interested this is a very first episode on that mini series titled spirituality thank you very much mr chris for being here with me thank you it was definitely very appreciated your time Thank well, you. You're welcome, sir. Welcome, welcome. Thank you. So, for anyone who is there, anyone who is new to my podcast, please make sure to subscribe, download, share with your friends, your family. If you're new to my YouTube channel, please make sure to like, comment, subscribe, and please hit that bell notification so anytime I upload a video, you'll be the very first to be notified. Please visit my 
um, social media platforms Facebook at Let's Talk About Us with Uche, Instagram at Let's Talk with Uche. My website is www.letstalkaboutus.org. That's www.letstalkaboutus.org. Thank you very much and stay tuned to the next for the next episode.